Hey, it's Amy with Intuitive Coaching with Amy.com. Let's talk about love, particularly self love. Self love, to understand it, we have to look at what love is. Love is a feeling. However, we often forget about the actions that help to create that feeling. Hmm. The thoughts, the thoughts that help support love, the feeling of love, and then the actions that pour from it. So love is a verb. You do it. You do it. You feel it. You think it, right? So if love is a verb, in other words, love is a series of actions that express affection and appreciation. The feeling of love can be created when we are honoring, respecting, and showing up fully present in each moment. Love is a skill that is developed when we fully are loving ourselves, we're taking care of ourselves, we are appreciating ourselves, we're respecting ourselves, we know who we really are, we make our own needs, desires, wants, and dreams a priority. Neglect is the opposite of love. I believe that self-neglect is a default reaction to life. This is what self-neglect looks like. We don't keep our promises to ourselves. We put self-care at the bottom of our to-do list. Or we wear self-care like it's a badge of honor um, when it's just a part of life. Uh, we give out of obligation instead of inspiration. We're trying to prove ourselves. We're trying to prove ourselves. We're trying to do things to make us feel worthy and deserving. That's, you know, I've explained that to you many times. It doesn't work. We stand in judgment of our own behaviors without inquiring as to why we're behaving that way. We never fully forgive ourselves for our mistakes. It's usually our fault or we find a way of making it our fault. We ignore intuitive sensing of what is right for us. Um, Our approval is always conditional and based on the praise we receive from others. We hold ourselves to really impossible, meaning we'd have to become not a a human, standards and expectations. We live in silent fear, distrust, anger, apathy, and dissatisfaction without really taking the time to consider that there might be another way. Most importantly, our actions are usually rooted in self-neglect instead of affection and appreciation. Yeah, those aren't loving. None of those are loving. And it's easy to fall into this and think it is love, right? We, we, we play so many little games with ourselves that aren't helpful. So you're super smart. So let's address the obvious question. Why do we take actions that don't produce or contradict the feeling of self-love? Many of us deep down don't feel we are completely and fully worthy of love. So let's start here. You are lovable. You are worthy of love. You are loving. You are a match to love. You get to have love. You get to be love. You get to do things you love. You get to have a life you love, period. So as you start to learn to love yourself, and I do believe learning to love yourself is a behavior, divine truth is this. You are worthy of love. It's your birthright. You matter. There is nothing more important in your world than you and your well-being. You can sacrifice until the cows come home. But but no one really wins when you give from an empty well. You get 
by in life for as long as you can without loving yourself. But eventually, the years of self-neglect add up, and then they catch up with you. So this is how you start to love yourself. Keep your promises to yourself. If you say you're going to do something, then do it. Say no to anything that will become an excuse for you not showing up for yourself. If all else fails, check your promises. Make sure they match the life that you want to live. Because sometimes we are over-promising to ourselves. Again, I think that's coming from a place of self-neglect. So just check in with yourself. Is this really a promise I want to keep? Next, make the first three to five things on your daily to-do list things that support your well-being. And this isn't just self-care, but it could be. But make your needs, your needs, your real needs. And you might have to spend some time getting to know yourself to find out what your needs are. Make your needs a number one priority, whatever it might be. Because it it may not be self-care, friends. It may be something else. I know for me, some days the first thing I wake up and the most loving thing I can do is finish working on something that I need to get done. That's loving, right? I, you know, I run a business. That's how I support myself. It's loving to do that. So um, there can be this perception that it's all just, you know, juice and exercise and meditation. Um, But I think there, it's a, it's a much more holistic approach. You have to really trust yourself right? Because you can meditate and juice and exercise and then be really tired and not do the one thing that really would move you forward, right? So it's trusting yourself. It's being honest with yourself. It's showing up for yourself. Allow yourself to receive from others and surround yourself with folks you're inspired to give to. Overgiving, let's do it. Overgiving diminishes your self-value. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, it does. It does. Energetically, it takes away from your self-value because it's why we're overgiving. We're overgiving because we think we're not good enough. So if I give a whole lot, then people will love me. Uh, No, I, I know. I bought into it for years too. Years. But from this vantage point, I can clearly say, no, it will not make people love you. <laughs> that is their choice if they're going to do it. And no amount of overgiving will create that result. It actually will often create the opposite result. So I say, give as you are inspired and take really good care of yourself and surround yourself with people who are in alignment with who you are. That's my thoughts on that. Um, And then, yeah, you got to give up the habit of judging yourself and replace it with neutral observing. Begin to look at yourself from from a place of, huh, isn't that interesting? I wonder why I overreacted in that way. But maybe you didn't overreact. That's the other piece. Like, what if this is just a natural response to a shitty situation? Oh, so a loving thing would be get out of the shitty situation, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not everything is meant for you. It's okay. And accept that, yeah, you had a past and maybe there was some mistakes in the past, but you don't have to live in the past anymore. Learn the lessons you need to learn and then move on. 
Like, like really, I, I think now I'm getting to the place as I'm going through um, teaching these concepts. Obviously, I have a core message that I teach in all of my work. At some point, you, you've, you've got to be willing to shift your perception of your past, your past mistakes, things that didn't go the way you wanted them to go, and decide that I've been doing the best I could with what I knew. And then you make a different choice, yes, and you're always trying to get better and learn from that experience. By all means, I think learn the lesson. I think that's number one. Learn the lesson. Be devoted to the lesson. And maybe I'm rushing over this because my spirit are jumping in because I'm obsessed with God. I don't want to repeat this again. What was the lesson? Let's figure it out. Right. But I think. Um, you can learn the lesson a lot faster if you stop beating yourself up and you trust that. There is a blessing in it for you, like. No, I don't think it needed to happen for you to get the blessing, but there's always a blessing if everything is always serving you, even in your mistakes, even in your mess ups, even in the things that didn't go your way, it's serving you. It's serving you. Uh, next on loving yourself, take responsibility for your actions, but don't make the entire situation your fault. Everyone plays their part. That's just healthy boundaries. Uh, and then use your intuition. It's a gift. It's guidance. It supports you. You know, you don't have to be a professional psychic, but you can definitely tune into your intuition and gain wisdom and understanding and inspiration and guidance to know what to do. And then learn to praise yourself. <clears throat> right? I, I think we don't praise ourselves enough or we feel that we are not being humble enough if we praise ourselves, no, no, if you want to do something really extraordinary, you need to know where you're good and honor yourself as that. And then create your own standards and expectations that are based totally on your truth and stick to them, right? Stick to your standards and expectations. Like the angels, this is the one time where I like spirit, like shows me like the spirit world begs for you to stick to your standards and your expectations because they can't support you when you're playing below your bar. If you're doing things that are not in alignment with your truth, if you're in a relationship with someone that is not a match to what you truly want, the spirit world just can't support you. I know this in my life, man, everything that I have prayed like super, super hard to do and I didn't get the result I wanted. When I looked back on it, I realized like, oh, I didn't really even want that. I was clinging to it for this reason and this reason, or I was approaching that from a place of lack or scarcity. Um, I was telling myself a story about you have to work your way up. You can't have that now. So of course I felt disconnected from spirit because I wasn't in my truest desire. But if you just go for your truest desire, your truest desire, your needs will be met. So believe, and I mean really believe that you are never stuck. There's always a way to get something that you want. There's always to, a way to feel better. It may take a little effort from time to time, but it's definitely within your power to shift. And one of the easiest ways to shift out of stuckness is to make a decision. 
and then take actions that feel like self-love. Appreciate and honor your needs, your desires, and your wants and your well-being. And when you do that, life gets really fun. So I know I've done a lot of shows on self-love, but I felt it was necessary to do another one. What do I know to be true about self-love at this point? After all these years. You know, it's being in the center of your world. You can show up as a far more loving person when you honor who you are. There's so much wisdom in you and so much understanding. And we put up with so much shit that we don't need to put up with that it, it blocks our ability to be fully present in our lives. And so I think the most loving thing that we can do is acknowledge when something's not working and then focus on what would and have faith that what will work will show up for us and let go of holding on to out of fear, out of lack, and out of scarcity, things that don't serve us well. That is like your dream life is waiting on you. And the first step is saying, oh, wow, I can have it. Yes, you can. And let go of the things that are not a match to that. And then be all in. I mean, my spirit guides are saying, if you just start letting go of shit that doesn't work, you just open the door to so much beautiful majesty to show up for you if you're willing to name your desire. I think that's the next step is people are really afraid to say what they want or they'll say they want one thing and not think of the greater picture. And so I say, want everything that you want, <laughs> you know, want it, want it, know what it is, know what it feels like, know, um, know who you are as a result of living that life. And then step by step, go for it. It's not nearly as hard as you think, but it will require a massive shift. Yeah. All right. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. If you're looking for a coach, I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Pay extra close attention to the Massive Result Intuitive Coaching Package as well as the Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package. Thank you so much for listening to this show. I look forward to connecting with you again.